Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and right off the top, if you want to follow us, make sure you're doing so at Awaken Soul Pod or at the Awaken Soul Pod, just depending on what platform you're looking for us at. Make sure you're also going out and following the Awaken Soul Pod uh, discussion group. Just search the Awaken Soul Podcast on any platform you're on. We'll pop up. What's going on? Uh, we got a great show planned for you guys this week, as we do every single week. I'm really excited to bring you guys the content that I have planned this week. Um, we're going to get into why your intentions sometimes don't matter, or usually don't matter. I On a couple episodes ago, I actually talked about the fact that I am someone who I am. I base things off the results. I typically don't care about intentions um, so to say, I care about what the result of your intentions were. That's kind of how I, I tend to judge things. Um, and so because of that, we got a few uh, questions and about that and how to uh, when intentions do matter versus when they don't matter. And uh, because of that, I kind of turned it into its own topic for this week. So um, I really like took the questions that we had based off that comment that I made and I flipped it and um, turned it into the content for this week. So I'm really um, going to break that down, hopefully, and hopefully you guys can, you know, walk away and decide uh, how you feel about it. Are you are you going to judge off intentions? Or are you going to judge off the actions or the results of those intentions? You know, everyone has a different perspective to take on. And we're going to go ahead and attack it this week. I'm going to give you my perspective on it. But as you guys know, everything we talk about on The Awakened Soul is an open discussion. So I'd like to hear from you guys after this and let me know how you feel about it. Um, but before we get into all that, we are going to actually get into the segment that starts off our show. We're going to get into the end of the mind of Hayes segment. So because of that, or before that, I should say, before that, we have to uh, get into our intro music. And I'll see you guys on the other side of that. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. gentlemen so we're in the, my dark and twisted crazy ass mind this is the end of mine hey segment where i typically on my podcast i don't talk about a lot of like i don't like building the main topics um for the podcast off like things going on in like tv or pop culture things like that while i do discuss some of that uh at a, at a different level i tend to like to break it down differently um 
And because I know we have so many new listeners who have all like reached out uh, recently and, you know, people have been sharing the podcast a lot lately, you know, it's quarantine time, so it makes sense. But um, because of that, so like what I do during this segment is I like to, you know, talk about what is going on in my mind, whether it be about TV or something else. And the thing that I want to kind of focus it on um, is unfortunately more COVID-19 uh, stuff that I just want to talk about because we had some some preconceived things, right? Uh, when this all first started, there was a lot of going around thinking that or conversation that black people are basically immune to COVID-19 uh, and the coronavirus. And that has since been really debunked. Um, There's actually an article that came out today that said that black people are actually contracting and dying of coronavirus at much higher rates than um, other races. And so when you think about that, um, for example, we're going to look at uh, Milwaukee because I do have the statistics for Milwaukee here is that uh, half of Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee counties, uh, 945 cases um, and 81% of its 27 deaths were black so just let that sink in for a minute um it's 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 one of the few places and i'm using milwaukee as an example here because not every state is using race as a breakdown in their statistics of the of covid19 so um it, the milwaukee is one of those so i i use that that as a you know as a, as a as a start or jumping off point um michigan also uh michigan's state population is only 14% black, but yet 35% of the COVID-19 cases in Michigan and 40% of the deaths in Michigan are, uh, are, are black. So when you think about the percentage of the population to the percentage of the deaths and the infected, it's an alarmingly high rate. Um, and then also uh, Illinois, North Carolina, also two other states that are publishing their statistics as far as uh, they're taking a look at the racial aspect of it with COVID-19 cases. And it, it's, it, it follows the trend there um, as well, that it, the higher percentage of the Afri- African-American population percentage wise, not number wise, is being uh, infected with COVID-19 and are dying at, at higher rates. And so this is why I typically and I like saying, look, I I get it. These things, you know, and the whole I I would like to think that the whole COVID-19 and black people being immune to it started off as kind of a joke um, because we didn't have a lot of information. It wasn't really in the States when that was going on. And, you know, people look for things that they can to gain comfort from. And if that that kind of helped take people's minds off of the seriousness of COVID-19. But like with a lot of things that for some people, not all has then turned into People really did think that there was a that there was a chance or that they may not get it. Even with the NBA players and stuff, there was still a little bit of that going around where it's black people are basically immune. Black people can't be infected. And all I want to do is use this platform to say that is completely and by statistics false. We are actually it seems like based off what I had and, you know, not every state, like I said, is reporting that information that we are actually at a higher risk than our. Um, Caucasian counterparts and other races as far as in them in America uh, to get that. So I really wanted to talk about that. I wanted to put that information out there. I try not to harp too much on the COVID-19 thing. And I know I've said that every week and I've kind of got into it a little bit every week. And 
you know, it it's it's unfortunately just the reality of it. And I don't and I want the whole purpose of this platform. I always say I didn't get into entertainment when I became a podcaster. I got into education. And because of that, I want to give you guys the information that I have as it comes to me. So that's what we have. We're going to go ahead. We're going to hop off that. We're not going to stay on COVID-19 things uh, too, too long. But another thing that I want to talk about um, is what kind of like. The whole culture uh, and these uh, quarantine parties that are happening on social media and the challenges and everything that people are using to try to take their mind off or just to connect with people. Um, just a couple nights ago, we actually had um, it was Little John versus T-Pain. And, you know, we got more coming up with producers and DJs and everything else. DJ Nice is is doing his thing as well. Um, shout out to uh my home, not it's not really my hometown because I grew up in Italy and Germany, but I spent a lot of time in St. Louis, Missouri, and they're actually having the Show Me Cipher, which you know it, it's, it just shows the creativity of what we can do when we're trying to connect that we and we need to connect and how we go about doing that. And, you know, last week I talked about Skillshare a lot, and I talked about growing your skills and what you can do during this time to kind of make it beneficial to you, but also just to have fun and to kind of take our minds off of it. All this stuff that's going on and these things and battles that are happening on social media, it needs to be happen, uh, happening. And so another thing that I want to get on, just hopping off that during the end of mine hey segment is we got who was going to be going into the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame this year. And as I, I believe it was already said, uh, Kobe was going in. We knew that. I think even without his death, he was definitely going in. But he's going to be joined by Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Tamika Catchings. And so all of those, like this is going to be one of the best classes of um of the uh, inductions into the Hall of Fame at one time. Looked at uh, Kevin, the titles that Kevin Dart, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Kobe have. Um, I'm pretty sure if you kind of look at it, like there was probably like a, a nice six to eight year stretch where one of those players were on a team that won or was in the finals for probably even longer than eight years. So when you when you look at that and and what Tim Duncan was able to do with the Spurs and how they put that team together, Kobe with his uh, multiple runs at titles with different teams. And also, this is going to be one of the most emotional inductions of the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. I also think when you look at what's going on in the world um, and when we really take some time in to get emotional and to think about that, I can only imagine what the NBA and the Hall of Fame is going to do for Kobe to acknowledge his induction. Um, I'm sure I don't know if they've said it or not, like who's going to induct him. I'm sure it's probably going to be his wife. If not, um, one thing that I thought about uh, off the top of my head is that have we heard anything from Phil Jackson since Kobe passed away? If we have, you know, my mistakes uh, for it, I just I don't remember even like with the memorial. I don't remember much about Phil Jackson, like things that he said or that uh, really stuck with anyone. If he does come out and, uh, and he probably will for this induction, I can only imagine uh, the words that he's going to share. So it, it's going to be an emotional time for sure. And it's going to be a time where a period where we all kind of sit back and just hopefully take it in and enjoy something. What I try to do in my memorial of Kobe Bryant when I did my episode after his passing is I really tried to memorialize what he meant to me as a basketball player and to, and to be on the positive. And he brought people so much joy and pain. Also, if, if you were someone who didn't like the Lakers, but I really hope that this time is used as a celebration of his career, uh, more so than just mourning the fact that he's gone. And that's my personal opinion. I know everyone mourns differently. I am someone who I try my best to remember the good times uh, when somebody passes away. You know, it's harder the closer they are to me. As most of you guys know, I lost um, my cousin Terrence not too long ago. Uh, 
It's been about three years at this point who was more like my brother. We actually raised his brothers and still to this day when his birthday comes around, it's it's kind of hard sometimes to remember just the good times. I do eventually get to that point, but I always go through that dark place first. Um, but I'm, I'm sidetracking it with my own personal stuff. Really, I do hope uh, that this induction is is a celebration of him. Um, one last thing, the very last thing that I want to talk about in this uh, in the minor Hayes segment is. <laughs> Um, what's what the entertainment industry? And I know I've talked about it before. And for anyone who listens to the film frequency, we talk about it heavily there. Um, but I really, and I've, I've talked about a little bit like AMC theaters have said that they don't really, uh, expect to be open until maybe mid June, if not later. And, uh, you know, I think that's still optimistic, even if they do reopen in June, I think that, you know, for things to go back to normal, where people feel comfortable, um, going to the movie theater with big, large crowds, I think it's going to take a while. Um, and with that said, like there's a lot of talk going around that AMC theaters can possibly close down permanently. What would that what that would mean um, is it's kind of hard to judge. Like, would some theaters close down? Um, but, you know, we're getting a lot of uh, re-release dates. Uh, dates. Candyman has even been pushed back now, um, which you know I think that was supposed to come out in like September. So the fact that they're pushing that back even tells you even more uh, just how some people are you know, expecting and looking at this and what it could be. So, you know, it's going to be a rough time, I think, for anyone in, in, the, in the entertainment industry and just all that stuff. Is, it's going to take a while for things to go back to normal. Um, and, you know, I hope that I'm not somebody who all, is always for government bailouts um, of, of corporations. But in this case, I really do hope that they can figure something out because there's almost impossible to plan for stuff like this. So, you know, um let me know how you guys think about it. I want to know, like, do, are you guys planning, like, if the movie theaters reopen, let's say, in a month um, after if this whole uh, recent strand of, of 30 days of social distancing, when that goes away, if the movie theaters reopen, are you guys going to be comfortable to go back to the movie theaters? You know, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, I know some people probably feel differently than others. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But that's it for the In the Mind of Hay segment. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're going to hear from another Breaks Media podcast and some music. And when we get it back from that, we're going to actually get into the discussion topic for this week's episode. I'll see you guys there. Yo, this your boy, Flaw 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy, Fresco. And we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh, bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No, not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It It doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate. Makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there. You did. Chill. What? She said, <laughs> "All of my just got friends." Yeah. All of my bitches got friends And they bad, they bad So it's good, it's enough for the clear <laughs> All of my bitches got friends You don't need to pick, no 
right, so we're in the discussion topic for this week's episode, and I don't know if this is going to be a long one or not. I mean, I have I have it all planned out. I'm not sure where the conversation is going to go, but as I said at the opening, this one is all built around intentions and ultimately why your intentions don't matter. Uh, and uh, you, uh, once I put that in context, you kind of understand because I know just saying it off the top, it kind of sounds kind of harsh to say your intentions don't matter. But once I break it down, hopefully you, you agree with me. Not hopefully. Well, you may agree with me. You may not. That's the part of the discussion. Like we do here on The Awakened Soul, this is the start of the discussion, not the whole discussion all the time, especially when I'm by myself. This is a living conversation, so I'd love to hear you guys' opinions on it. But this is how we're going to break it down, and this is why I say this, and this is why I'm someone who, as I said before in previous episodes, I'm not the person who's always focused on intentions. Sometimes your intentions can only get you so far with me, and here's why. I know, yes, Sometimes I can be a pessimist. I'm also a conspiracy theorist at times. But I think the way that I break this down is when you look at intentions, um, sometimes when you judge people based off what they say they're going to or what they intend to do, it leaves a gray area. Right. Because you can have the honest best intentions. And I say this all the time, like when I talk to people, when people come to advice is that you can't always assume that somebody meant the worst just because of the results of their actions so intentions have an effect to a degree but i think ultimately for if you're like me i judge off the result more than the intention and that is because you can like i was getting to got sidetracked is that you can intend to do greatness you can intend to do good but if over the course of that in, that you start with that intention or that seed you do stupid shit you'd make mistakes a lot of different things can happen that can make the result of your intention not be what you set out to do and so where do you weigh it do you weigh the result or do you weigh the intention and i personally think that a lot of people will tend to focus on their intentions to try not always intentionally either there you go with intention but people will focus on what their intent was what they set out to do and it takes away from what the result of of it was so even if you intend to do greatness if you tend to use your platform to help and educate people but guess what over the course of the way you get misconstrued you you sell out your ideals to bpc whatever the intent gets misconstrued at that point it gets it gets turned and the result is ultimately what turns and what matters to me in those cases i think Personally, for me, it's fairly obvious why um, actions matter more than intention. Um, intention, you do have to you have to move with intent, right? And I and I don't say what I'm saying to say let's not let's not move intentionally. Let's not have or set our intentions and try to execute them. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying you have to hold ownership also of the result of what your intention was. Um, we we and that's that's a that's a perspective that not everyone always is able to obtain on their own sometimes you need to be it's hard for people to step back right and really to see because we can get so caught up in what our intention was that we think that the result is sometimes for the greater good or we just don't see the result for how it affects other people because we're focused on our ideology of our intent and so this is what i have developed i've come up with six reasons uh to start focusing on your actions more more so than your intent again this isn't to say not to have intent but this is to also weigh your actions evenly and this is number one this is the the age-old rule you're defined by how you treat people not by how you justify your treatment of them that is the first thing that i that i put on this list because i think this is the perfect example of intention over action because you can um 
you can try to justify how you treat people because your intent, right? Sometimes I, I get it. Uh, harsh love. Um, sometimes you have tough love is, is the better way. Sometimes you have to give tough love. Um, but at the same time, you will use some people will use the frame of I'm loving them. I'm just loving them tough to justify their treatment of people. And that doesn't always universally work. You can be tough on somebody without being harsh, so to say, sometimes you can hold people accountable without without treating them like shit. So people will use the intent of well, I ultimately mean good. I'm using the good through tough love to justify an action that they do to show that love that is really just treating somebody shitty. So that's the number one. Your narratives will change over time. Um, and, you know, how we treat people universally is the, one of the greatest uh, ways to point that out. Number two on this list, you're defined by what you pursue in life, not by the reasons you pursue them. So think about that. Your intent can be one thing or another, but ultimately you're going to be defined by what it is you were chasing. So if you were chasing uh, that, that's the action. Um, You can have all the reasons in the world of what you're doing, why you're pursuing something, whatever. You can be pursuing a law degree and your reason for doing that is money. Let's just say that that's your initial intention. You go to law school because you saw the money that lawyers are expected to make. And that's why you went there. But you're going to be defined by the fact that you are chasing a law degree. And over the course of studying law over the course, and this is why we say narratives change, because, yeah, the money may have been your intent initially to get into law. But through learning through the law process, through studying and and practicing law, you start helping people with their lives. That's the action of what your pursuit was. And that's why I say, yeah, I even want I always say or when I started this, I started off by saying you can have like the results could be good. The results can be bad. Your intentions could be good. Your intentions can be bad. But I also want to talk about how your your intent can necessarily can start off with something that's maybe selfish. Let's not even say negative. That is maybe just selfish or maybe that it's self-serving and it can turn into so much more through that, through the, through the actions that you take to get to what to what your ultimate goal was. And that's why I say that actions sometimes define over um, intentions. And so that was number two. Number three that we have here. You're defined by the people you surround yourself with, not by your excuses for keeping the wrong people around. Think about that. How many times do we have people around us that we keep people around us and we will excuse why we keep them in our lives? And I've talked about this in the previous episode, why they have a status in their life, whether it's something that we feel we owe them or we feel that because they're family, we can't cut them off or we feel because they did something for us years ago that they still deserve that same place in our lives. That that's not true. The, in, the, the things change. The narrative changes. And so when you keep people in your life because your intent may be, oh, well, they, they looked out for me before I have to continue looking out for them for them. But they're, they're now draining you that that previous relationship that was mutual, that they were feeding into you and you feeding in them, even at times where they fed into you. And you weren't in a place to feed into them, but now you are, you're doing it and it's flipped into being a completely selfish thing. Or you keep these people around that have, that have bad vibes or bad intention for you. It's very like we lose sight over how the energy that we keep around us can definitely shift our lives and how shifting that energy to other people, other things, other, other, whatever goals, how that can shift and bring positivity into our life. Sometimes you have to let go of people, right? And so, again, your intent to let them go may not be negative or maybe. But if that brings positivity in you, into you and into your situation, then ultimately you made the right decision. So think about that. 
Number four, you're defined by your beliefs, not why you believe them. Think about think about something. If how often have you take taken a look at somebody believes wholeheartedly in a, a cause, right? And we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep po- focusing on positive on a cause. And you see that they're passionate. You see the actions that they're doing because of the cause that they behind. How often do you stop and think, well, why is it that they believe that? Why are they behind this cause? Why do they? Yeah, we ask ourselves that we because we care about then we think about if they have ulterior motives. But ultimately, it matters what you believe more so than the reason you believe in it. You can't live life by just by justifying your beliefs, by explaining that your parents taught you something or that or that's how you were educated. You're an individual and you have autonomy to change what you believe. Think about that for a second. You have the autonomy to change what you believe. You don't have to stick to beliefs that were that were put in you when you were a kid growing up. You don't have to stick to a belief just because you have it. And that's the thing that I hate about cancel culture. We will so quickly try to paint somebody to to say that they still or they're stuck in that belief because they that, that they displayed that earlier. And we're not. Number five, you're defined by the way you love, not how you feel when you love. And that is fucking deep. That's something that hits me. I'm saying that again for the people that may have missed that. You're defined by the way you love, not how you feel when you love. How often is it that you have to like if we if we so focus on just being able to give love when we feel love, this would be a dark and fucking twisted ass place. Um, And. It's something especially for those that are like late in their life and still single and they think about this fairy tale of what emotion is supposed to bring into their life and X, Y, Z. And if they were only loved or they had the right person, everything else would be different. You're not defined by that. You don't have that. You're defined by the way that you choose to love, not by the love that you have or or that you're lacking. When you look back at how you treat people, can you see that love's there? Because that's what you're going to be defined. They're not going to say, oh, well, she treated people shitty or he treated people shitty because he didn't have anyone to love him yeah they may think that but that that it's not gonna you, that that excuse only lasts so long so you have to focus on your actions the actions that you give of how you give people love because that is what outwardly people can see and notice first not everyone is going to have time to take and break down your traumas of why you feel and why you can't do xyz because everybody like that's not everyone's job to do that especially if you're not doing it yourself but you are defined typically by how you display and how you give love. And we don't mean just romantic love, how you display that to the people around you, how you just how you how your kindness to the to people, random people. That is how people are going to see you. They see you each and every day. Now, <laughs> this is for uh, for the creators. You're defined by the life that you create, not by the excuses that you take along the way. The life that you live, you so many people will have. So many excuses of why they were never never able to do X Y Z, why they were never never able to get, go into their passions, why uh, the person who broke their heart ten years ago still has power over them, and they haven't been able to move over move on since. You create your own life. That is an action, you know. And that I guess something I missed in the last stop as well. Love is an action word, right? That's what people say all the time. But you are defined by the life that you create, the life that you have built yourself. 
everyone. I'm sorry. And this is if you this is your first time hearing it. You can have a hundred thousand excuses for why your life is shitty, why you're in a, a badass place. But at the end of the day, what actions are you taking to get yourself out of that? What actions are you taking to create a new life for yourself? What actions are you taking to put yourself, your children, your family, your loved ones, your your wife, your everyone in a better situation? Those are the actions people are going to judge you by ultimately, and that's going to be part of your legacy. In the last episode with Tanya, we actually talked about legacy and how important legacy is. That plays a huge part and a huge role into legacy. You're defined by what you leave behind. Those 10 years from now, when people go back and look at Cordero and they hear the Awakened Soul, they're not going to stop and think about the stories that led me up to here. They're the, what, the, the snapshot of what what my life was is going to be the legacy that I create. And that's what people. Yeah, this year there's going to be more for people to dig down there if they want to break it down. But ultimately, when you look when you look at my legacy, it's going to be through my children through my family, through this podcast that hopefully is around for hundreds and hundreds of years after I'm gone for people to go and pick up on and listen to. So you have to think about that as well. And that's the last thing that on this list is number six is just it, it's and it's so important is the, the life that you choose to create. And I and I hate seeing so many people have so many excuses on why they are where they are. How many people, we all have that one family member that had all the potential in the world, that had all the same opportunities that you had, that their siblings had, that other people have, but just have turned their life into nothing, nothing. When you ultimately look at it, like other than leaving around some debt, a couple of kids that they may or may not have taken care of, what is their real legacy? They chose not to create their own life. They choose to set back and, and, and harp on the lot that they were given in life. And that may be something that some people may hear and be like, I just don't agree with because the lot you're given matters to a degree. But we're through our history, especially in African-American culture, have so many examples of people who built themselves up by their bootstraps that clawed at everything um, that they had to ultimately leave us to get a slice of anything. And, you know, in this, the six things that I created in this topic, like when I say, again, intentions, your actions matter more than your intentions. I just are the results, especially like for me, it's the results of what you do. We we all like I, I would like to think generally, generally people don't have bad intentions. People don't set out to do evil like some people do. I'm not going to say people don't like. But generally, I don't think most people do. I think most people want to do something good or are set out for the, the have the best end, end goal of what they do. And, you know, there's something to be said about that. But that's at a baseline what we should be doing. Like people should have good intentions, but that but those good intentions will only get you so far of the result and the actions that you do along there only are always end up in damaging you or the people around you. So when I say actions like, yeah, and, you know, I, I hear so much talk about intent, 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 especially in regards to dating. And I get that. But intent, what when you look at someone's intent, what do you really gain from it they have to show the actions they have to have the actions they have to have the results or their intent is a bunch of just words thrown at the wall that's my opinion let me know how you guys feel about it this has been another episode of the awakened soul podcast i'm your host ceo hayes again like i said at the top you can follow me at ceo h-a-i-z-e you can also follow the podcast at awakened soul pod or at the awakened soul pod just depending on where you're looking for us at we are uh the best podcast in the world if you ask me especially for deeper content let me know how you guys feel about this and the in the mind of hay segment i look forward to hearing from you guys over the course of the week that's been it for this week i'm out this mug peace